The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ask the Landlord with your favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. My question today is, all right, Albert, what are some landlord pet peeves? Oh, my. (laughs) Hi, Melissa. Hello. Landlord pet peeves. What gets under your skin as a landlord? You know, I... A lot of the properties we manage have um, central heating systems, and what I what I what I really am after as a landlord is making sure my residents are comfortable and happy in their homes. And around heating season, especially in New York with older buildings, it's it's hard because. You know, you have certain people that are, uh, some people are colder than others, let's say, right? But, but, and a lot of people as residents, you know, like it might be 72 degrees in your apartment and you might be cold because, you know, you're, I don't know, you may not wear, you know, uh, warm clothes, right. you know. But I, Miami. <laughs> so, the, right. So the question is, right, you might be from Miami and you're like, oh, I'm so cold. This is too cold. Mm-hmm. Or you might be from, uh, Alaska and you're like I I you know I'm used to the cold and I don't and it's too hot you know mm-hmm. and you're like that's a freak so so imagine let's say you have a multi-unit building and as a landlord you're like the heat's on the boiler's on and you know you're providing the heat you're supposed to provide which I'm going to tell you about in a minute and then you go oh but there are some people that are cold I'm like yeah, but I want them to be warm. But certain people, like you know, people are older and they're colder. Some, right. or they're younger and like even in my own my own apartment, you know, I like to sleep where it's colder. My wife likes it to be warmer. Um, mm-hmm. How do we handle that? You know, so that's that's like you know we we have like these you know how you have these these commercials where you see the uh, the mattresses that make you cooler and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So those are things that. Everyone has their personal preferences, and it's hard to manage that from a landlord's perspective, right? But then there are rules that everyone should know about the time. So every municipality has some rules about when the heating season is, depending on the time of year and what the temperature needs to be in an apartment. And if it's not, you know, you should call your landlord and, you know, you, you need to get these things taken care of, right? So as a landlord, I really, like I say, I work to do this, but a lot of people aren't aware of this. So I'm going to tell you the rules and I just Googled it. So yeah. What are the rules? What does okay. the temperature so have this to is be? The heating, the heating rules in uh, New York City. I'm going to guess. Let me guess. Go, go. Totally. My guess for heating season in New York, what w- this means when the landlord has to turn on his heating system and it provides heat to the units. And we're going to discuss how, All right. how much guess, and when, by the way. I don't know if you know that, but there's actually a, how much the temperature has to be and what time. 
Okay, so my guess would be you have to turn on the heat like November 10th. It's a good, good try. <laughs> okay. New York City heat law <laughs> requires that landlords provide heat to their tenants during the heating season. The heat turn-on date in New York City runs from October 1st oh, wow. to May 31st. Good. <laughs> now, uh, now, I'm just like, Google this. You can Google this. Right. The law defines heat as a temperature of at least 68 degrees Fahrenheit in all living spaces during daytime hours and 55 degrees Fahrenheit at night. That is cold. Okay. You that see that? That is really cold. I'm okay. a 72 gal. You see, <laughs> but you, but I I'm I'm just bringing that to your attention. So now let me let me get a little bit more detail. Mhm. And then this is going to be related to COVID and the Spanish flu. Could we? Okay. This is, I'm giving you like a teaser. Okay. Okay. So between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. Okay. I'm giving you more details. 6 a.m. So during daytime, heat must register at least 68 degrees when, when the outside temperature falls below 55 degrees. Okay. So. Yeah. So meaning. When it's cold outside, it needs to be at least 68 mm-hmm. inside. But if it's above 55 outside, it doesn't have to be. So what, do you go in and turn it on and off all the time or you have someone do that? That's one of the problems. <laughs> let's discuss. Well, I'm coming. Let's, that's a great question. So we'll come okay. back to that. Because we'll I know these back. are old buildings. I don't think they have nests and stuff. I know. Well, know? it's going to be related to the right, thing right. that I said before. So give me a second. So let me finish this thing. So now we talked about between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m., between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., heat much re- must register at least 62 degrees Fahrenheit. Hot water must register at or above a constant temperature of 120 degrees to the tap. Okay. So, so now you're like, wait a second. Let's just look at the 68. Some people are cold at 68. Mm-hmm. You I said am. you just told me 72. My wife is, is cold at 68. I'm cold at 68. So now sure. I get a call from a tenant that says, I'm cold. I'm like, uh, but I have a temperature sensor in your apartment and it's 70 and supposed to be 68, but it doesn't change the fact that you are cold. You think you're cold, (laughs) right? So that's some, that's one of my pet peeves is that, you know, I can't. So then what do you do? You know, well, in my bedroom, we put an extra heater, but it's, it's, it's annoying that, that, you know, you have sort of one system to control everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And then unless you have individual, uh, units in rooms, which we, you know, we have in some cases, but um, for the most part in these older buildings, they have central heating systems. Now, one of the things that, and it's actually in the office that I'm in now, is that you like it. So it's either boiling hot or, and you have to open the windows in the winter mm-hmm. and you're like, that's so inefficient, you know, and you get to these buildings and they have these huge radiators, right? You see one right behind me. It's a huge radiator. Yep. Okay. You're like, that's big. Why is that so big? You know, why do you think it's big? I'm going to say that. Like, how about this? Just like a little thought, thought experiment. I mean, I don't know the square footage, but it's probably a big room you're in. Not that big. It's it's heating up the whole room. But it's not that big. Then I don't know. Okay. (laughs) So remember when COVID came around and they said, oh, we're safer outside. Okay. So if you have like outside air. It's better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I'm going to say to you, in, in the Spanish flu, 
the same rules were applied. They said, oh, remember they you had pictures of old classrooms being outside, people being outside because it was safer. So that when they built these old buildings after the Spanish flu, they wanted people to be able to open the windows in the winter. Mm. So they had to put enough heating in the buildings so that people could open the windows in the winter and ventilate with the outside air. So like that's overheating. So today you're like, oh, we don't do that, but the heat's on one one blast and you're like, I have to open the window and I don't want to, but those days, that's what the purpose was. That is a good So the buildings haven't been changed since then. Mm-hmm. So like, and you realize you go, that's so inefficient, but that's sort of, that was the purpose of that back then. And we're, we have a little bit of a legacy from that. Isn't wow. That, isn't that interesting? It's very interesting. I never knew that why all the radiators were that big. Or and or why was it got so hot? Like when you walk when you're in these buildings, like either hot or cold, and I have to open the window. That's why. Wow. Yeah. So now, hopefully, people who listen to the podcast are informed about what their heat is supposed to be by law and when, right? Because I'm looking at the laws there, and. Landlords also, it's like, oh, you're supposed to provide this. And then, but what happens frustratingly for me is people call up and say, oh, I'm too cold. And yet it's 70 in their apartment and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be 68, right? right? So what do I do about that, right? So that's a, that's, it's, it's, um, I want to first, you know, when I get a call like that, I, I, I then have to go check that individual apartment and make sure, hey, is the heat on at all first? Mm-hmm. And then maybe there's an open window, you know. That's true. And maybe the person is, you know, I have to see if they're wearing clothes and things like that. <laughs> but certain people, you know, like um, that's you go through the like the checklist of, you know, making sure that is the heat on. Maybe there's not enough heat. Maybe this person needs some more heat. Is there a way to augment that? But that's a little frustration that we have as landlords and as tenants. You know, the dealing with this these central old central systems that. Um, don't work on demand, you know, and then also knowing the laws about what's what's required and when. Uh, those are cool. You know? I never knew that. Um, yeah, that and there now, was a oh, number. so then you, you know, what? And then what happens is also a frustration for me is, and a good thing and a bad thing, right? So, what I would prefer is if a resident calls me or my team up and makes a report about this and says, "Look, I have no heat." Or I have, or I'm cold, which is fine, you know, and then we'll deal with it mm-hmm. as opposed to calling like a city agency directly. And then we get from a call from the city agency. Like I, I appreciate that's an escalation, but some people go directly to do that. And I'd, I'd like to have the opportunity to deal with it. On a, yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's a frustration. So a good step though, as a tenant would be to get maybe a little thermometer in your apartment. Cause I know mine didn't come with it. And just put that in there, and so you can write, and you know what your temperature is. That's a great. That's a point. Good and let me say the, it depends on where you put the, the thermometer. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, you right. can't put it on the radiator. You put it oh, where. See, right. you see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I'm. I'm no, so I, I have, I have some you, common sense. No, no, I'll tell you. What's, no, I, it's fine. <laughs> like I got a call from a tenant once, and they said it's cold, and I'm and I'm like, and I happen to have a heating sensor in their apartment that I could look up now oh, these good. days, right? So I type in the thing and I look at their the dashboard and I see, oh, it's 72 in their apartment. And I said to the guy, dude, it's 72 in your apartment. 
Lucky. He goes, so I said, so what's cold? He goes, the radiator's cold. I go, but it's 72 in your apartment. He goes, I go, so you are you cold? He goes, no. He goes, it's cold, like meaning the radiator. And I'm like, that's what I'm after. I want it to be 72 and the radiator not being on. Oh, my gosh. So you must so, deal with all sorts of. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. you know it's very interesting to what what that is. So anyway, I, I I I hope that helped. Like knowing the heating rules in your neighborhood, area, municipality, you can Google them, and then you could you could actually have some thermometer in your apartment and check that out and say, hey, it's supposed to be this. You know, it's supposed to be that. If it's not that, you should call your landlord and say. Here's what's happening. And sometimes the windows are drafty and they need to be insulated or sometimes the heating element's not working and that needs to be fixed. A lot of people don't know how the heat system works also. Like, uh, do you ever see the, I'm sure you've seen baseboard heating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So baseboard heating, uh, the cold air goes down and then uh, circulates around the, the the baseboard pipes. So that if you have furniture that's all the way up against the pipes, the the the, the air is not going to circulate mm-hmm. around that. So that's an that's an issue. We know. had these little plastic things you put under the couch. It was for the air and the heat, and it goes under. Yeah, so that's a good thing. Yeah, so that's it. That's yeah. an important fix. So sometimes you get into, you know, you're like, oh, I, I'm not going to have heat. Well, because you're covering the whole heating element. You know, I know. So that's those are things that you know you, we can fix. And you know, what about draft and things like that? In my apartment, I th- and a lot of them, they have like these like pipes. So there was a radiator, but then there's also this pole, like in the bath. Is that just another version of a radiator? Yeah. What, uh, uh, what happens hot. is that that's a supply pipe. I have. I'm looking at one here. <laughs> that's a so that was like banging. Um, oh, you know, New York. Sometimes New York get banging in the pipes where there's like uh, cold water, cold air hitting hot water, and it causes the pipes to bang. Um, you didn't hear that. Uh, but sometimes during this podcast, I get a banging. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, the those are pipes that supply heating probably to other apartments above you, below you, and those can be a source of heat as well. Those mm-hmm. get really hot. They get really hot, so you should watch out <laughs> yeah. around those. But uh, sometimes that's a source of heat as well. So, hi. Yeah. That was really, really good to know. I think we learned a lot from one of your pet peeves. I'm definitely interested to hear more in future episodes. Um, so yeah, I learned all about heating. Thank you so much, Albert. You're welcome. Thank you. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at AskTheLandlord and check out his TikTok at AskTheLandlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.